Welcome to the 15 Minute Client Podcast, the show for coaches and experts who want consistent, high-paying clients. It's for those coaches and experts who are tired of the complex automations, they're tired of the hair-raising tech, they're tired of the convoluted funnels, they just want simplicity. If that's you, the 15 Minute Client Podcast is for you. Hey, this is Luke Charlton here and welcome back to the 15 Minute Climb Podcast. Very excited to have you here on this beautiful Monday morning. In today's podcast, I want to talk to you about how to hire salespeople. The last couple of um, episodes was around when to fire staff, how to fire staff, and I thought it'd be appropriate on on the process that I recently went through on on, um, how we hired salespeople for my other coaching business that helps women with their finances. And the reason why hiring salespeople is important (laughs) and very powerful is because, so I became business partners with my, with my my partner in um, June. I was just looking at when the company was formed. It was the 26th of June, 2023. I'm recording this uh, toward the beginning of October. And last month, we hit 112,000 in sales in September. And the cool thing is I didn't close any of those sales. About a year, uh, almost a year, a little bit under a year ago, I think it was about November last year, I did a podcast episode called My First 100K Month. And that was cool because it was it was a good achievement. The downside of that is I was the one closing all of the sales. Well, this year, we will, in that other coaching business, as I said, we've done 112,000 in sales and I didn't close any of those sales. So that's the power of having a sales team. So what I want to do probably this episode over the next couple of episodes explain like the process that we use to hire salespeople and also hire setters because we do it we do a two-step close so we do a 15-minute call and then for those that are qualified we book them in with the salespeople so it's important if you if you have a two-step close uh, and you setters it's important to know how to use setters. it's a very similar process so this episode i'll take you through the give you an overview of like our hiring process i've also been through companies like Cole Gordon's where you just pay him and he recruits the salespeople for you, which can be, that's, it's quite, you know, it's, it's really good actually. He, he, you know, has a really good sales system, one of which that I actually use for my own, I still use for my closers. It's a little bit modified for the, this new coaching business. It helps women, but we use a lot of Cole stuff. And the downside about Cole is he really only recruits for American companies and we're in Australia. So we had to do our own recruitment process and we hired someone to help us with that. And so I was learning their system in order to help us um, recruit salespeople. And it's it's really effective, actually. So I want to explain how that works in this episode. So basically it's it's a it's a few steps right to to bring them through to where they're actually closing for you and i think that's really important you want it, it's kind of like attracting clients in a way where you want to find motivated clients you want to find clients that are going to take action and get results well the way that you don't want to bring clients through is just to work with anyone right you kind of you want to attract them and you want to make them jump some hoops to work with you otherwise they won't value it right so if you're for example, if you are kind of chasing them down and begging to, you know, say, Hey, I can help you. I can do something to that. Then they're not, they're not really chasing you. And that's the power of attracting clients to you is that they work to work with you. So for example, you know, they click on an ad. Maybe they fill out an application. That's one hoop. Then they go through to a 15 minute call and they speak to you know, a setter, someone on your team that's a setter that qualifies, and that's another hoop. Then they speak to maybe a salesperson, and then that salesperson maps out a plan, and then they eventually get to speak to you, right? So that's multiple hoops. Now, a lot of coaches listening to this don't have a setter or a salesperson, that's okay. But just the fact that you are making, you know, they're clicking on an ad, 
and they're taking the time to book an appointment in your calendar and then they're sh- and then they're shut the final hoop is like they have to show up right and then you qualify them on that sales call those are all hoops you're attracting them and it's similar to sales people you want to weed out by making by attracting sales people to you and making them jump hoops you want to you're actually weeding out those that are motivated and not so with this particular campaign we had multiple hoops the first hoop was promoting the ad and the way that we did that was so promoting the position the way that we did that was just to our own internal community so we just sent out i sent out actually emails to my list and tracy my business partner we sent out emails to her list and basically it was like hey we're hiring you know at wow women we're hiring salespeople. here's the kind of general overview of the role and the benefits you can work from home you know six figure commissions blah blah blah, blah. so we sent out an email that talked about the benefits of the role and also let them know, hey, this is not going to, we wanted to let people know, you know, becoming a salesperson requires you to work and there's going to be training and you've got to be aware of that. So it wasn't all, and this is like any good copywriting, right? It wasn't all just like, hey, rainbows and sunshine, here are all the benefits. We wanted to also let them know about the the work that they're going to have to put in. And that's really important when you're attracting clients. You want to not always be all benefits. You want to let them know, hey, that you know, this is a, a program where you're going to have to focus. And yes, I will be helping you, but you are going to have to be taking action. You're going to have to be dedicating about whatever it is, three hours a week to this. You know, so the point is, and that that's, coaches see that as a, as a, as a bad thing of telling your prospects like kind of like the downsides of your program, but it's actually a good thing because it weeds out those that just don't want to put in the work. They're not ed- educated, oh, sorry, not educated, not motivated. So anyway, there was that email, had the benefits, had also the work that they're going to need to put in, a little bit of it. And then I want to say a little bit like the general, general overview of like you'll have to put in work. It's not just you're just jumping into a six-figure sales commissions role. And if you're interested, apply here. So we sent them to a, an application. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to explain the, what we did and then I'll, I'm going to explain what I would do differently next time. So we sent them to an application. Again, we were following this consultant's process and she's worked with many, many high-level coaches. And so she's done it many times. But there is a couple of things I'd tweak with it. Anyway, the first step was to send them to an application and in that application, ask them about them. It got them to take a personality profile, like a disc profile, and it also got them to record a video of themselves telling them, you know, introducing, introducing themselves, explaining why they want the role, etc. So it's quite an, it's quite an extensive application, probably like maybe a good 30 minute or so application. So that's the first hoop, right? And then the, and then the next step for those that completed it, we went through to one-on-one interviews. Okay, so the, the consultant that we hired actually did the one-on-one interviews. I didn't have the time to do it at that time. So we did one-on-one interviews and that is really just to jump on the phone to meet them and to understand like why, again, you know, why do you want the role? And yeah, basically why do you want the role? Get a good feel for like their personality, see how prepared they are for that interview. But it wasn't like any role play or anything like that. That was more just to meet them. And then that's, so that's the next two. Then the, uh, if they, if we feel like they might be a good fit, then the next stage is we invite them through to a boot camp. Okay. So what a boot, what the boot camp was, it was a two week kind of sales boot camp where Tracy and I, my business partner, we created a, a workshop. It was, it's a $97 workshop and, and that was going to go live at the end of that two week boot camp. So what, what we did is we invited, was it, how many people was it? Was it six that ended up coming through to that? Six people ended up coming through to the boot camp and it was their job to sell that $97 workshop that we just created kind of out of thin air just for the, for the boot camp. And the goal wasn't really to make a ton of sales for that $97 workshop. Although if that happened, that was great. The goal was really to see who out of that group of six had the 
had the best, you know, they showed up, had the work ethic, and also had the natural ability to sell. And so what we did is we just, we gave that, we, we created a really simple Facebook ad that for a lead magnet, right? So, and the, and that, that Facebook ad asked for the, for the, so it was a, it was a guy, a free guide called like the top four investments for women over 40, because it's our market. And so anyway, we're getting leads for about $5 each. But one of the things that we did is to ask for the person's, when they downloaded the guide, was their name, email, and phone number. And so what the people in the boot camp did for that two-week period is they called all of those people and we gave them a little script to to just say, hey, you know, um, you know nice to meet you. Basically, I'm XYZ from from Wow Women, uh, just calling to, um, you know, we like to, in, you know, welcome everyone into our community just to see, you know, how we can help. So that's the that's where we started the conversation, just calling to see how we can help, just to learn a little bit about you and what you're trying to achieve with your retirement because we help women to create a re- secure income for their retirement through investing. And that was it. So we just kind of gave them a script that just – and so they, they did outbound calling. And again, the goal was not, not so much to get a ton of sales. It was just to see who made the most sales and to rank all the, all the people. So some we had two really high performers that made 10 sales each and then the others made significantly less and so they they came through. So at the end of that two week period, they sold that ninety seven dollar workshop. I think we had about twenty two, was it twenty maybe twenty four sales overall. And then so we had two outstanding performers. And then those two, those are the two we invited through to the final stage, which is to learn our sales script and jump on the phones and we give them some leads and see how they go. So that was that's that's the process that we and you know the first, when I first learned it from this consultant I was like totally overwhelmed because I was like wow there's a lot of moving pieces in this but now that I've gone through it once it's actually it's actually pretty straightforward. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to explain um what uh what I would do differently to to improve that next time. So what I would do is number one I wouldn't make that initial application. So when we promoted the email instead of going to an application where they had to fill out a disk profile and record a video of themselves. For me, that's too much right at the beginning because I just want to, for me, I just want to get as many applications as possible. And that's what I'll talk about when in the next episode when, on how to hire setters. I would just, if I redid it again, I wouldn't ask for their disc profile. I wouldn't ask for their, for a video because we're going to do interviews after that anyway. And at the end of the day, like they're, di- it doesn't really matter what their pro- their personality profile is. At the end of the day, is like, can they sell? Because there are high D personalities that are really great at selling. That's kind of like the norm. But then there are also other types of personalities like mine. I'm not a high D, but I can sell pretty well. So for me, this profile doesn't really mean anything. It's just like get them on the phones and see if they can sell. It was more of a, just a filter, I guess. But for me, if I didn't read it, I would just send them to a simple Google form. And I would have maybe like five questions like, hey, you know, what's your know, name, email, phone number? What's your past experience in sales? Why do you, why do you want this role? And that's basically, I'd, I'd keep it really simple, like maybe like five, five questions or something. And just to get a bunch of applications in. And then from there, instead of going to one-on-one interviews, because it, with the setter, when I hired for the setters, I did that right after this recruitment campaign for closers. That's what we did. We had a shorter application. I had like eight, almost 80 women apply for that role. And then I would go through and do group interviews at that stage. So, you know, because the, this again, I'm not, all I really want to do is make sure that people are in at that stage, they're in it for the right reasons. When I interviewed the setters, there were many women when we did the group interviews and I asked them, hey, why do you want this role? All they said was, oh, to earn extra income. It's like for me, okay, I understand like, you know, yes, everyone wants to earn a little bit of extra income, but 
you don't aren't you not you're not passionate about working with women to help them with their finances if that's the case i don't really want you working if all your if you only want the extra income and that's the only reason why you're applying for the role then you know i don't you know it's not, it's not going to be a fit so but i had a lot of women saying hey earning extra income and also to i'm really passionate about helping women great you're at this stage you're you're a fit I, i'm more than happy to bring you through to the next round and so that's really what i want to see like the first stage is just fill out an application short application Next stage for closers, I would do a group interview. I wouldn't do one-on-one. It's just much more efficient. Again, I'm not looking for, are you a good closer? We don't know at this stage if they're a good closer. All we know is, you know, are they, are they a, kind of maybe a good fit in terms of their personality? At the end of the day, you won't really know until you start working with them, but you can, you can see red flags. Uh, you can, you can definitely identify some of those red flags, which for example is like, what, what's the reason for you applying for this role? For example, I've, I had women reply for the setters role that had like four other like four other things that they were doing. Like one lady was like a personal trainer. She was like an opera singer. She was a yoga teacher. She did stuff with school kids. And then she wanted to also do this. It's kind of like, is this, are you going to be able to fit this in with your schedule? And she's like, yeah, you know what? Probably not. It sounded nice at the time. It's like that, those types of, that's what I want to weed out at the group interview stage. And then after the group interview, then I would just invite them through to the, um, if I was, you know, for the closing strategy, I would invite them through to the boot camp. You know, I'm, I'm happy to, I'm happy to give people a shot because at the end of the day, the, the group interview and the application is not going to tell you how good someone is at closing. Um, yes, if someone's got some experience, it might give you an indication. Hey, this person's worked in sales before, you know, high ticket sales. They should do better than the other ones, but you know, maybe, maybe not. We'll have to see. So I would go short application, group interview, and then I would invite the rest through to the, t- the two week boot camp. I thought the two week boot camp was really good. And that boot, two week boot camp would sell, yeah, like a really low, price offer like a 97 dollar offer and you might have about the the late the consultant that we hired she said generally she has about 20 people for the bootcamp we only when he had he only had was it six and that i think was because the 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 upfront part was too much asking them for the disc profile and recording a video and our email list wasn't really that big at that stage even though this was only a couple of months ago now three months ago now a bit under We've like we're spending fifteen hundred dollars a day on ads at the moment, so our email list is is much much bigger since then. So we didn't have a huge email list, but so combined with that and the fact that we asked them to do a lot up front when they didn't really know much about the role with the recording the video on the disc profile, that really limited our ability to bring people through to the enough people through to the um yeah the boot camp. So I'd be trying to get about twenty people into the boot camp next time. And, and then from there, as I said, you run, the first thing that you want to do actually is just give them any of your old leads. If you've got an email list, that's what we did. We just, we had a, like, give them our email list and that email list had some phone numbers. Call those people, see how they, you know, see where they're at and see if you can help. And that's the best thing is just give them your email list because that's, then you don't have to pay for any extra leads. Now, once they, once they've, you know, tried to call them and get on the phone with them, you want to generate some fresh leads. And I want to do that in the cheapest way possible. Create a lead magnet. And when, and make sure that with the lead magnet, the per, there's a name, email and phone number. And what you want to do very simply is you, you can put those leads into like a Google sheet with Zapier or something is what we did. And you just divvy up the leads. So one person in the bootcamp gets these 10 phone numbers. The next person gets these 10. So you want to be generating consistent leads and, and they should, you don't need like a ton of leads. Maybe, I don't know, 10, eight, I would say, f- maybe five to 10 each a day because a lot of people won't pick up with their, you know, a lot of people won't, um, yeah, 
pick up. So you, so the, so the, the people in the boot camp can call them again the next day and call them again the next day until they actually pick up. That's what I would do. So you can, just because some, you know, if, if you generate a, a phone number for them and the closer calls them one day, right, to try and sell the $97 workshop and they don't pick up, well, call them again the next day. Call them again the next day. Don't leave a voicemail, don't text, just keep calling them until they pick up. So that's what I mean. Like you don't need a lot of leads because there are a lot of, you know, people won't be picking up and they, the, the person in the bootcamp can follow up on those leads the next day and the next day. So the, the leads will accumulate. Anyway, you're going to want to be generating leads for them. The cheapest way is generally just with a lead magnet, name, email, phone number on the opt-in. Okay. And then at the end of the bootcamp, it's like, you know, they've, they've sold, oh, you want to give them those commissions. So anything they sell, like the $97 workshop just goes all to the, to the closer. So that's, that's why they're going to give up their time is they get every cent of the sale. So if it's a $97 workshop, they make 10 sales, they get $970, right? So they get all, that's, that's the reason what entices them to do the bootcamp with you. And then as I said, those who win, they come through to the next stage. Generally that, that is, to, that's two salespeople that you're looking for. Okay, uh, so that's an overview of the um, of the strategy. And as I said, like what I would change differently is just make the um, that front end application a little bit simpler, and instead of doing one on one, do do group interviews. So this is you know my my team now is a big part of us getting you know a huge part of Tracy and I getting to 100k a month within. As a, we we founded the company on the 26th of June, so we had June, but we didn't start hiring like looking for the hiring. I think it was July when we started, we went through that recruitment process. So July, August, September, three, you know, hundred K months within three months. That's the power of a, of a sales team. And, and that's the team still learning the sales script and getting on. They're just, just kind of now really, you know, getting the sales script, kind of knowing it better, <laughs> knowing it a lot better. They're converting much better than what they were even just three weeks ago. So, um, yeah. So what maybe I'll do a, I'll do, I'll do more trainings on training salespeople as well. More, more episodes, sorry. So in the next episode, we'll talk about how to hire, um, how to hire setters and we'll go from there. So if you're getting value out of this podcast, I would, um, yeah, love an honest review. Go to Spotify or, was it Spotify? Yes, or iTunes. And uh, let me know what you think. If you haven't yet given me a review, I would actually love for a review. Cheers. Cheers.